everyone, you're listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter at Kickers underscore matter. Um, you'll find my handle on there, Steve's handle and Jamie's. Um, if you can like, subscribe, etc., it means a lot to us. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Right, hi everyone, welcome to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast, joined as ever by the beautiful, beautiful Jamie Byram hey. and the beautiful, beautiful Steve Rains. How's the um how's the how's your dinner go tonight, Steve? <laughs> yeah, stressful, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um how'd the Patriots get on? Uh, move on. <laughs> Jamie, how'd the uh, Falcons get on this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve, I, I'll say, I'll say one thing for you, mate. That from both of us, piss off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll ask you to, We'll ask. We're going to ask you on WhatsApp tomorrow, mate. How the Giants got on? I can tell you how the Giants are going to get on. <laughs> They're going to lose. So, <laughs> tanking, mate. We're tanking for that number one overall three, pick. We are three peas in a pod. Um, so what we do we get into the bit of the news and then into our weekly reviews as usual so well let's start on a bit of a sad sad note Cooper Cup is out for the season after tearing his ACL I feel sorry for Matthew Berry oh Cooper Cup I mean oh well Matthew Berry's little Cooper Cup yeah yeah. sorry Dickhead's Dickhead's little Cooper Cup (laughs) Um, yeah I don't don't know what that really does going forward I suppose the Titans may be coming to play is it yeah, Reynolds Higby the third Higby. wide receiver maybe yeah, Reynolds and then Higby and Everett maybe yeah maybe a deeper deeper ads there I suppose with them other two but... you could look at I mean Reynolds was when Cooper was out beforehand for a couple of games then Reynolds was getting a bit more of a line share but I think if anything it just strengthens up the Robert Woods Brandon Cooks kind of play there as much as anything else yeah um Speaking of wide receivers, the Saints have signed veteran Brandon Marshall. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, Move no. on. Deep, deep, deeply stashed, maybe, um, if you've got the space for that one. Oh, and uh, this is a funny one. The Raiders owner, Mark Davis, 1-8 record is all my fault. Yeah, you hired John Gruden, so yeah, it is all your fault. <laughs> and, oh, and CJ Anderson's <laughs> been released by the Panthers. Yep, just saw yeah. that. Uh, oh, and um, the Bucks are looking for a new kicker. So Robbie Aguayo. Robbie Aguayo. He's going home. He's, yes. he's going home. <clears throat> That's pretty much it for the news, boys. So let's get into these weekly reviews. As you uh, guys all know, we've got Jake and Dean from Profit with us on the uh, pod today. Um, guys, explain to me what what Profit is. Sure. Um, so what's going on guys? My name's Dean. Um, so profit Jake and I came up with a unique little way to, uh, fix the horrible cash out rates that are out there in the UK. Yeah. And we're slowly coming over to the U S. Um, so the original concept started from the buying and selling of bets, uh, which in the U S is legal in the UK. We 
found out was not legal. So we worked a little way around that to uh, tailor it to you guys. Yep. Um, yeah. So what we want to do is we're just we're just teaching people how best to cash out their bets, and we're giving them a platform to cash out their bets on in an optimal way at a high level. Okay. Wonderful. Um, when when will it be kind of fully available in the UK? Is it is it available now, or is it something that's going to start up very soon? So what we're doing is we're having users, we're still in beta testing right now. So just working out some kinks, getting consumer feedback from you guys, kind of trying to understand really what features you want, don't want, et cetera. Um, but in the next um, two months, I should say, January 15th is when we're looking to launch in the UK, um, be up and running. And we're just getting uh, people on our wait list right now at www.betprofit.co. And that's profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Um, so trying to get that. Uh, see liquidity on the platform, and then we'll be re ready to go once it's up and running. What countries is it available in currently? We're, is UK just... is our first market to launch. Ah, wonderful. We feel yeah. very, very, very privileged. Yeah, you guys feel <laughs> special? <laughs> we're like the opposite of FanDuel. The FanDuel guys were from Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland yeah. launching America, and we're Americans launching in the UK. So. <laughs> um, Kind of what kind of sports, as in kind of you guys are going to take the bets on, what kind of sports will, can be included in those bets? Is it everything, the whole whole thing, or is it specifically something like just American football, or is it rugby or tennis or football itself? Everything, the whole the whole shebang. That's that's good. That's 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 uh... yeah. We um so we're not going to have horse racing to start, which is unfortunate. That's going to take a little bit. Uh, yeah. We're set. We're setting up another API with horse racing, and apparently our API is not uh, not accepting golf too well. So we have to figure that out as well. But other than that, you can bet on anything. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We'll probably probably have to get uh, get involved in that a little bit. Um, uh, kind of. Explain to me, um, obviously you guys will be able to offer a better cash out than, say, for example, Skybet or William Hill or whoever it will be. How is it that you do that? Sure. Um, so I'll walk you through a, a quick little example. Yeah, please do. Uh, since we're on an American football podcast, I'll use, um, I'll use the Falcons from two years ago as an example. Uh, so, <laughs> the sorry, good times, sorry, the good no, times no. until the last one. Yeah, I don't want to make you relive this too bad. So oh, just... don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were fifty to one to win the Super Bowl uh, yep. at the start of the year. So if you, were to put a, if you were to put a hundred pounds on that, you would have a possible net return of five thousand pounds. Yeah. Uh, come Super Bowl time, they were two to one odds to win. So your bet's gone up twenty-five times in value. So it's worth. 2,500 pounds, but the only way to really make money is to hedge out by taking yeah. the Patriots. So it's by taking the other side, um, which if you work the math out, really doesn't bode well, very well for you. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to say, okay, you can sell, you know, a portion of your Falcons bet by laying it on our platform. So okay. we're going to set users up with a little calculator saying, you know, type in your bets information here and here. We're going to give you an optimal selling price and percentage. And then when you uh, ultimately decide what you want to do, you click post. And then someone on the other side can go and buy it or back the bet. Oh, okay. um, so, so it's a peer-to-peer -peer way to do it. 
and um, just to get a much better optimal way to, or a much more optimal way to cash out your bet. Interesting. Well, well, I did have, I had 50 quid on the Falcons at 50 to 1 to win two years ago, <laughs> and I didn't cash out my bet. <laughs> I didn't even consider cashing out my bet, especially as I was sitting in a bar in Seattle at half time, counting my winnings already. <laughs> oh, that was very, very painful. Um, maybe, maybe if you run the ball. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. Don't, don't, Jack. This, this is oh. Dropping back. Um, yeah. Oh God, Devonte Freeman missing that block. Oh, it's just, just a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. What, what, what made you guys start this? Did you kind of, were you in a position? where you were having bets and you weren't getting anything kind of a good cash out back or did you see a big kind of opening in the market or, or what? So it really came from, as Dean said, that buying and selling aspect yeah. that we were talking about. So we were taking futures. Um, I think we took some punts on Monaco that year that everyone discovered Mbappe and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and they made the semis. So we found ourselves stuck. Um, nothing really to do with it. Trying to, I remember Dean and I pulled out an Excel spreadsheet we're trying to figure out how much money we had to place on every single other team. And we were like, there's got to be a better way to do this. <laughs> um, so that's kind of really where it first formed. And then as the idea started building, we started trying to figure out how we want to build this and launch it and whatnot. We really started seeing the cash out rates just being atrocious. Yep. Um, so that's kind of where, I don't want to say we pivoted, but we kind of took a step in that direction. Um, so by connecting you to another peer and having you set your own rate and be able to customize it to whatever percentage you want, um, is kind of really something that we saw users like, I mean, people like you guys, people on podcasts, just people we talk to on a daily basis, just taking a lot of interest in. Um, so it kind of, we kind of leapfrogged from the buying and selling futures to the, well, people aren't getting what they deserve on these bets. Okay. Are you, so just, just a random one. Are you, are you guys, do you guys like a little bit of a gamble yourselves? Do you guys have bets here and there, or are you kind of straight lined and you're not doing, you don't do that or? No, I don't um, know. We, yeah, I'm like, the world's, I'm like the world's worst better over here. I keep, <laughs> I keep track of all my stats. It is depressing to look at that sheet sometimes. I'm just on the wrong side of everything. I told you, I took the Falcons minus five and a half. I pounded them, and they just – What is your worst and best bet that you've ever done? My worst beat? Like a like, – or your worst decision, and then and your best decision. Uh, I, oh, I can, oh, go ahead, Dean. My worst decision was this week when I took uh, Bengals money line. Oh. Uh, I also I also <laughs> took two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys are big college football guys. Um, yeah, but Florida took, State fan. I took Florida, I took Florida yeah. State money line. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> season's turning around. Like Clemson's coming into town. Yep. They're hyped and they lose fifty nine to three. I was like, wow, that was just <laughs> painful. That was a doozy. I think I came off at halftime. <laughs> um, I didn't get a I... chance to watch. I like checked my phone and it was twenty one nothing already. I was like, wow. God. <laughs> what, what about you, Jake? What's your kind of your your best and your worst? Uh there's a lot of bad. Um, <laughs> isn't there always though yeah there's always I think last year though I took Giants division as a Giants fan over here I was really biased <laughs> just flushed money down the toilet over there Ooh, um, yeah and then 
uh, the Monaco one actually might have been one of my best ones. Uh, I think we placed him at sixty-six to one. Um, nice. Didn't didn't get. I mean, got some value out of it just taking Juventus in the semis. But as we said, not as much as we should have gotten. <laughs> my profit. I profit. took Brooks Kepka one time uh, when he won his first U.S. Open. He was like fifty to one. That was definitely my best hit. I've I've pissed all that away though, for sure. <laughs> We we all know the only winners are the bookies, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's also I mean that's also part of the reason we came up with this. We were yeah, so <laughs> yeah. much money. We were like you know bets are commodities. They're not just entertainment tools. They should be treated like commodities. So, is just going on on from that on 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 profit? Is there a do you guys take kind of a, a commission or a cut or something of the actual bet itself? Yeah, so as as an intermediary, we're taking a transaction fee from yeah um, from sellers, and then from if the bet hits, we take it from those uh, that are backing it. Okay, wonderful, Jack. Yeah. Have you got any questions about that or? No, not really. I'm just leading on to your big bet wins. I had uh, Bubba Watson on the goal. Speaking of golf, I had Bubba Watson. I backed him in January to win the Masters, the second time I won it at sixty six oh, to one. Ooh, so, wow, that was that was a nice that was a nice win that was. Um, but again, yeah, so um, all gone down the train now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you, when you bet on Bubba Watson, you have to root for him, which I like. I don't think I can physically do. He's just like well, a guy to root for. It's just the way he Every goes, time he right? misses a putt, he blames his caddy. He just looks at him like, you know, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, yep. yeah, yeah, nothing's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's his fault. It's always someone else's. No, I'm, I'm, going on, going on from the golf thing. My, I had one of my biggest bets. Winners was a, actually a guy losing. I had Jason. Jason Day was it? Did he win the? Was it the Masters? No, he's what he won the uh, U.S. Open. U.S. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. The PGA, Day. PGA, yeah, PGA. Yeah, I yeah, backed yeah, Jason yeah. Day when I, I think he was forties or something, and. I I did that on 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 Betfair and I uh, two holes before or the sixteenth before he blew up I just basically just cashed everything out laid it all got my money yeah and he blew up so so I was a winner yet he, the bet was a loser basically so yeah. that that was a it was always nice speaking speaking of cash out Jamie it's actually I did a cash out once I did a lucky sixty three on the horse yeah. racing. And um, I cashed out after four races at £108. Um, yeah. And then the next horse won, and I believe it was 16 to 1, and it won the race. Oh, so um, my cash out could have been, yeah, I was um, banging my head against the wall, put it that way. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 won, I had a big win on the horses, when I, but there was no cash out then. And I would have, I would have cashed out after the, I, I did a Yankee, I had three, four horses, the first three won, and I had to wait four hours for the next one. <laughs> and I would have, and I would, I would have cashed out because I bet it was a fifty p each way, so it was eleven pounds, and the first three won, and then the last one was six to one, and I would have cashed out and taken like fifteen hundred quid, but it won. You had your back, but it, but it won by literally that, <laughs> and took me nine, <laughs> took me nine grand. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, my way, I always think you always get one big winner, one big one, and then that's your lot. So, surprisingly, I've never had anything like that ever since. So, do you guys cash out a lot then? I, uh, I 
since that lucky 63 I was telling you about, I refuse to cash out on bets now. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is stupid as well sometimes because I have some nice money sitting there and then the next minute I don't have anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, I, I, but I can see on like a, a season long bet, for example, on football, if you had, or the NFL, if you had the winners of each division. And come near the end of the season, they were right up there. I can see why you would want to cash out if it were quite a close race. Yeah, or, or, or just lay off a percentage. You don't need yeah. to send the whole thing out. So yeah, I've, I've done one with um, Cristiano Ronaldo this year to score forty plus goals in Serie A. Um, he's only scored eight at the minute, but that was at forty. <laughs> that was at forty to one. That was. I thought. And then once I wasn't was leaving it. Yeah, I was not leaving it. And then once. So. <laughs> Okay, um, well, yeah, it, it don't look like it's happening. <laughs> no, well, you, you never know, mate. You never know. Uh, well, thanks a lot for kind of explaining that to us, guys. And as yeah. I say, it sounds like quite an interesting, interesting thing to look into. And as I say, if you guys want to give your Twitter handles a plug and also the the profit profit um, Twitter handle a plug, go for it. Yeah, you can uh, you can find us on Twitter at at betprofituk, and that's again profit p r o p. P-R-O-P-H-E-T, and then uh, betprofit.co uh, to sign up today for early access. We're looking for beta testers as well, so anyone willing to come on, kind of test out the kinks in the platform, let us know your feedback or the welcome. All right, wonderful, yep. wonderful. A couple of fantasy questions, guys, I've got, because obviously you, we've got you on here to talk a bit of fantasy as well, so make it a bit, a bit interesting. I presume both of you play fantasy football or and or DFS. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Uh, how long have you guys played it for? Are you kind of newbies or played it since you were fifteen or? So, so. I'm twenty three now, and I've been playing fantasy football since I'm ten. <laughs> <laughs> so a long yeah. while. I'm probably like around like twelve or thirteen. Not ten's a little early, but <laughs> it's Jeez. been a while. Jesus, hearing you're 23 makes me feel old. When I, <laughs> when, I was, when I was 10, I shared a team with my cousin who's 15, 20 years older than me. And his foolish self gave me full access to the team. I don't know why. I would not, <laughs> I would not let a 10-year-old like help manage my team at all. But I traded like Jake Plummer for uh, – we were getting Jake Plummer, who was like really not that good at the time for fantasy. <laughs> For like Rudy Johnson and Trent Green, who were like two of the highest scoring people on our team, and he was just like so mad. He was not happy. To, get the to overturn the trade, and that's when I finally started to learn. Like, <laughs> oh, fly, man. How, how are your how are your teams doing this year? My team's pretty bad, but I'm somehow find myself in first. I'm sure if any of my friends are listening to this, they're probably cursing to themselves right now that I can even say that. But um. <laughs> I like to say we're on the rise. I'm getting Dalvin Cook back. Well, that that does help. Yeah. yeah, I'm in I'm in Jake's league as well, and uh, we have a two quarterback league. I don't know if you nice. guys. Uh, Superflex. Yeah. Superflex. Yeah, we've got a dynasty yeah. one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I love it. I have Breeze and Goff. Um, oh, I, nice. I love my team. But <laughs> somehow, somehow I'm five and four, hoping to be six and four. Probably got more points than me. Oh, I have way more points than you, and somehow you got two. I think I was using Brock Osweiler as my second QB this week. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, devastating. <laughs> that's devastating. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that. No, that's that's not something you want to you you want to be doing, Jeff. Unfortunately, is it? You know, no, no, Batman, so he feels you. Yeah, <laughs> I've been watching Brocktober and Brovember for like five weeks now, and it's just it's just poison. Oh, here's if you're a Dolphins fan, if if in one word, tell what is your thoughts on Adam Gase? One word. Infuriating. He doesn't give Kenny Drake the ball. He's yes. He runs it with Frank Gore, who might just croak on the field one day. He's like 90 years old. Oh, Adam Gase, Adam Gase is an idiot. I'm sorry. He is an idiot for not I, using I, Kenyon I, Drake. I just don't get it. And he also, we drafted Devontae Parker a couple of years ago. Who's an, he's an absolute stud. And we're looking, like a couple weeks ago, we were shopping him and trying to trade him for like probably like a fifth round draft pick, knowing our stupid team. Like we traded Ajayi <laughs> for a third round draft pick two years ago. And we literally couldn't trade him because that was the week Albert Wilson went on the IR and Kenny Stills got hurt. So he was like one of the only receivers on the team to suit up. So we literally couldn't trade him. We're just we're just a joke. It's well, on a positive note. You didn't you guys draw? Was it Minka Fitzpatrick? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's looking he's really good. good. He's a he's, stud. Adam yep. Gates, although he's stupid, he did say that um, if Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't a rookie, he'd be a captain. Which is pretty wow. unreal. That's pretty. That's pretty good. You've got a better record than the Giants, anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the Falcons, are they? I don't know you... how we're five and five. We are the worst five and five team in NFL history. <laughs> you said it. You said it, not me. I'm just saying that you said it, not me. You said it, not me. Guys, we do a. We have a, a, a section on the pod that comes up every couple of weeks on horrendous, horrendous trade offers that have been sent to you guys. Any any off the top of your head that you can think of recently in, in any of your leagues that have been sent to you? Oh. That yeah, you've looked are. at and that you've looked at and just gone, are you are you are you joking? I mean, my friend is notorious for sending horrible trades, so I'm going through my texts right now and finding some of these. They are just <laughs> they're well, awful. Well, while you're going through that, I'll tell you mine, right? So I, I got this is one I got sent in a dynasty league last week. So I would give up Joe Mixon and I uh-huh. would receive Andy Dalton, Jamal Williams, TJ Yeldon, and Alan Robinson. A bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, so I so I would have to drop three pieces as well. I would have to drop three yeah. pieces out of my team to do that deal. <laughs> Stupid. That's a, that's not not very good, mate, is it? You, you that's not good. I tried unloading TJ Yeldon this week, too, so I can't blame the guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think we get, I don't think you'll see much more action, actually, after um, fumbling the ball against the Colts at the end there. No, no. I don't think so. Stay there, All right, I found, I found this one. This one's gold. Uh, <laughs> it was offered to me a week and a half ago. It was AJ Green and Eric Ebron. So Eric Ebron, aside from his three-touchdown week or game yesterday has been not great for Marlon Mack who had back-to-back 30-point games and Zach Ertz keep in mind too I'm in a I'm in a keeper league all right so Zach Ertz was undrafted uh, two two years ago so I kept him this year for an 11th round pick so he's going to be kept as like a seventh round pick this year so it was just yeah yeah there are too many horrendous, awful trades that just, and it seems like me and Jack get hit with them just for the sake of 
people wanting to send an offer out. It take, they take the mick. Let's put it that way. <laughs> our, our, our buddy, the one thing he was missing, we're, we're super flex. The one thing he was missing, he was starting Darnold at his second QB and didn't have a backup. And our buddy sent over uh, Andy Dalton for, like, John Brown, who's just sitting on the bottom of this guy's bench. And it's, the rest of his team's amazing. And we're just like, you just handed him the league, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. For John Brown. Oh, that's all, that's always frustrating. Yeah. Uh, just also here's here's one because I was just looking through some of our our teams this week, well in this week's games, and there there've been a couple of faux pas on our part. Whereas like Steve Steve had benched Eric Ebron, which was which was a good mix. Uh, right. Jack Jack benched J- uh, Leonard Fournette for Jordan Howard. Yeah. And, and I and I and I and I dropped. Here we go. Zeke and Aaron Jones in the same league. Where did you start? I started McCaffrey and James Connor. That's a hell of a team. Yeah, it's 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 not a deep. I think it's a it's a ten man. It's not a sixteen teamer, which is always good. But yeah, it was it was sickening to see. Uh, Zeke, I wasn't expecting him to do fantastically this week. This week, uh, yeah, I mean, ran all over the league's best or second best rush defense last night. And well, hurdled over him, didn't he? Hurdled over them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was you wanting to bench him in the Vampire League. Jamie. I did. I did. I was certain I wanted to bench him in the Vampire League. I was just, I, I just had this feeling that the the Eagles at home, the defense is always better, and you know what? Is absolute garbage. And, and, and who should we have taken? Uh, C- CMC? Over yeah, uh, Joe Mixon? Uh, well, uh, in hindsight, now, yes, because of AJ Green's injury. But without that, eh, I think we'd be happy with either of them. <laughs> I benched uh, Corey Davis this week for Maurice Harris. You know, I thought I was all sharp by starting Maurice Harris because the Bucks pasty. Oh yeah, they, they are before yesterday's game. They were twenty-two touchdowns and one interception. Drew Brees had eighteen touchdowns and one interception. So like the Buck Pasty was like outperforming the possible MVP in the <laughs> direction. If you want to think of it that way. So I was like, Maurice Harris, lock. He's going to put up twenty points. He just had a great week. Lays an egg because the Redskins are an absolute enigma, and just you never know when they're going to play well. So that. Fantasy's frustrating. Last thing on Maurice Harris, he let me down on my double bet. I had Austin Hooper and Maurice Harris to score a touchdown at any time at nine to one. Oh, um, that was bad, honestly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, it, it's even more frustrating when you know they're a good bet and they lose. That's the yeah. annoying thing. That's the annoying Those thing. Are the best bets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, guys, th- thank you very much for kind of explaining profit to us. Um, it's kind of given me, opened my eyes a little bit and seeing what you guys are up to and how it's going to go forward. And as I say, we kind of wish you guys all, all the best of luck with it. And, uh, and uh, yes, we're privileged that you've come to the UK before you've gone anywhere else. Uh, we appreciate it, of course. And, uh, yeah, we're just, just looking to give the consumers some power back, as we know all too well over here. Yeah, once again, everyone, so if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code, because matter, all lowercase, you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. 
a must have for any sort of fantasy player um, gives you so many stats on there start sits etc awesome product so that's once again that's sportssabermetrics.net promo code kickers matter all lowercase right we're gonna get into our week 10 game reviews so jamie let's get us going with the lions at the chicago bears sorry my chicago bears uh, Jack's Chicago Bears, yes. Uh, Lions 22, the Chicago Bears 34. The, the Bears went up early, 26-7 at the half, and the Lions tried to catch up, but unfortunately they didn't quite get there. Uh, it was a nice day for Trubisky, 355 yards and three touchdowns, plus a rushing touchdown. What the hell happened to Jordan Howard? I don't know. The game oh. script was there for him in that game. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't get it. 11 rushes for 22 yards. It makes no sense to me. Alan Robinson, big day, 133 yards, two touchdowns, and, and Anthony Miller, the rookie, at 122-1. and one. So uh, this uh, Bears offense is looking pretty good, even though it's kind of, it's, I'm still a little bit wobbly about it. Um, on the Lions side, Stafford, he wouldn't have killed you on your fantasy football team. He was 274, 274-2 and two with two interceptions. Kerryon Johnson, two touchdowns against a stout Bears run D. Um, and thank God they're starting to give him the ball near the goal line because LeGarrette Blunt wasn't getting it done there in that game. And uh, on Johnson got one, uh, one rush and uh, one receiving touchdown. And Kenny Golladay decided to turn up. A couple of quiet games, 78 yards and a touchdown, a couple of nice catches. All in all, the Bears were by far the better team. The Lions were on catch-up. That's basically it from me. All right, uh, over to Jake and Dean with the Jaguars at the Colts. Sure. So we have the Colts 29, Jaguars 26. A little bit of a catch-up game here, too, as well. So, uh, Jaguars tried to rally something in the second half. Um, we we have the Colts D making Bortles look good again, throwing for 320 and two TDs. Um, something to see there. Leonard Fournette made his return. Only 53 yards on 24 rushes, though. Um, I think he caught something like 5 for 56 in a touchdown along there as well. Um, minus that deep ball from Bortles, though, he kind of looked like the same Bortles of old. Uh, Andrew Luck looked great again on the other side. Um, that offensive line continues to perform. I don't think I, I don't know if they let up a sack this week. Uh, I don't think so, actually, but they haven't let up a sack in like four weeks or something. Um, wow. Yeah, they, they, they've looked great. Um, Quentin Nelson is an animal. If it's, I've seen some videos of him on Twitter today. He's an absolute animal. Was that uh, is that the one of him yelling, running yeah, through and yelling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then um, Eric Ebron over there, um, two touchdowns, uh, receiving one rushing out of nowhere. Um, so if you started him, congrats. If you didn't, we understand. <laughs> sorry, there's, a little, there's a little thing on this pod. Um, sorry. Sorry, Jay, uh, Dave, sorry. Say, Marlon Mack, 12 carries, 29 yards, doing absolutely nothing. I don't know if that's a testament to he just had a dud of a week or the Jaguars' run defense came to play for a change this season. Yeah. Um, how, how's that Jaguars' defense working out for you single-digit rounders that took them really early in your drafts? Just, um, <laughs> just, sorry, I keep going on about it, but how's it working out for you? Not very well, is it? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's painful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I took the Chicago Bears in the last round in a lot of my drafts, so that's yeah, working out quite he, nicely. 
He's very, very smug about that. He never, ever talks about it, ever. Yeah, they, they pretty much did, yeah. They were top, to be fair, they were in the top 10 fantasy defense last year. So that's why um, I took them this year. So, yeah, I, was, I don't draft defenses early, never. <laughs> okay. You you were going for Chicago, so I was going for the Falcons, which was yep. looking all right until all of the players got injured. <laughs> well, speaking of the Falcons, Jamie, we'll move on then to the Falcons at the Browns. Do we have to? <laughs> Do we really have to? <laughs> the uh, the the Falcons sixteen, the Browns twenty eight. Yeah, um, the Falcons D <laughs> is just still utter garbage. Just oh, it's it is it. This D made Baker Mayfield look like an MVP candidate. It was just Desmond Trufon. He just he's playing so so bad. Um, but less about the defense. The offense struggled a little bit as well, uh, especially on third downs where they were five for fourteen. Um, but it, considering they were the best third down in the third down offense in the league, that's slightly slightly surprising. Uh, Matt Ryan, solid day. 330 and two. He's going to, you've got him in your team, fantasy teams. You're going to start him every single week. He's, he's balling out basically. He's carrying this team on his back. He can't win every game on his own. Uh, Tevin Coleman sucked ass basically. 44 yards and 19 receiving yards. He was awful. Last week, we were saying to everyone, don't play Coleman. It's against Washington D. He's going to do awful. You sit him everywhere. Goes off for two touchdowns. This week, this week, I said he was going to be a top five fantasy running back. Yeah, that worked out well. Um, Austin Hooper and Julio played very well. Julio, now the quickest player to 10,000 yards after a seven for 107. And do you know what? It's second touchdown of the year. Jesus yep. Christ. Thank God for that. Um, Nick Chubb. Mincemeat of the Falcons, D. Uh, what a fantastic 92-yard rush. And Desmond Trufant, you should be bloody ashamed of yourself for that. Um, hold on a second. Yeah, two, 20 carries, 176 yards and a touchdown, and 33 receiving yards and, a, and uh, also a receiving touchdown. Uh, Jarvis Landry, something's wrong with him. Seriously, this is like his fifth bad game in a row. He's 22 yards today, and he should have gone. He, I thought he was going to have a great game against the Falcons because we are trash on defense. Uh, fair play to Cleveland, played a good game, and deserved a win. All right, uh, we're moving over to Jake and Dean again. So the Redskins at the Bucks. Shout out to my friend Jason, who was at this game. Peach of a game. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant game this was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going off that. Oh, my. I am so sorry if you are. Game that is just that's three hours of your life you'll never get back. The Bucks Redskins game that's terrible. I personally watched it because I was with my friend who's a good who's a diehard Redskins fan, bless his soul. Um, so after the game, we actually started to think about like what we would have rather have done instead of watch that game and like something compar- something comparable we came up with was get a root canal instead of watching. Anyway, um, Redskins are an absolute enigma. The Bucks are terrible and wildly inconsistent. Um, there goes my phone ringing. Um, Alex, okay. Smith, 19, <laughs> Alex Smith, 19 of 27, 178 yards, touchdown. Um, Adrian Peterson didn't do much, 19 carries, 68 yards. I think he had a couple catches, too. Uh, two for one yard. Um, 
I mean, Bucks D, Bucks Pasty. Going into this game, they allowed 2,500 yards, 22 touchdowns, one interception with a passer rating of 123 to opposing quarterbacks. And Alex Smith put up a dud of 178 and a touchdown with a 100 passer rating. That speaks to how poor that rest of the offense is. If anyone um, was going to do it, it was Alex Smith, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what true. he does. Exactly. <laughs> if anyone was going to let you down, it was him. Um, Maurice Harris, I thought, was a hidden gem on that team. He did nothing because of Alex Smith. Five catches, 52 yards, five targets. Um, yeah, again, really sorry if you watched that game. That was terrible. I've never, I've never seen a team accumulate 500 yards of offense and not score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it, it, it's amazing. It's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jamie, moving over to you again. So the Dolphins at the Packers. Seemed like a good game, this, from what I saw of it. It was, it was all right, Dean. I'm, I'm sorry if I say anything bad against the Dolphins here. Let um, it and finally, finally, free Aaron Jones. Exactly. Oh, the Miami Dolphins 12, Green Bay Packers 31. This is what happens when you give your best running back the ball. Jesus Christ, McCarthy. It's taken you like nine, ten weeks to work this out. With uh, 15, 15 attempts for 145 yards and two touchdowns, um, he pulled out. And if they don't start continually use him now for the rest of the season, like the bell cow, then they're just bloody stupid. Um, Aaron Rodgers, for anyone who started him, was a bit disappointing. Only 199 yards, but two touchdowns. Um, Devontae Adams, 57 of those, 199. And the two touchdowns went straight to Adams. He's, he's just a stud, Devontae Adams. Um, Green Bay offense is basically Aaron Jones, uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. That's basically what they are. And do you know what, mate? Even though they won today, I'm glad we canned them. Yep. Uh, Jimmy yep. Graham. Jesus. I just... Don't talk to me about Jimmy Graham. I started him in about four leagues. Oh, God. <laughs> he, I've just got here. Jimmy Graham is awful. He's just... In the last two games where Randall Cobb has been missing, Jimmy Graham's had like 20 targets. He got bugger all. He got one target, I think. <laughs> he, he, was, he was literally blocking most of the game. Yeah. Uh, just uh. Going on to the Miami side of the ball, um, yeah. as we've already said this, Adam Gaze is still a moron. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kenan Drake got 10 touches for 38 yards. Last week. He had seven last week, so you know, we're right. improving. Oh, Jesus. Just stop giving the ball to Frank Gore. Yes, get him up the, the rankings, but just use your best your best player. Jesus Christ. Uh, Danny Amendola, use him in PPR if you need to, whilst Brock is the QB for the Dolphins, 7 for 72. Um, I wouldn't trust anything else on that, that offense, if I'm brutally honest. Um, and the Dolphins need to play all their games at home because they suck on the road. <laughs> they do. Um, we can't we can't stop the run at all. So I mean, whoever the running whoever the running back is on the other team, just start them. They, we are just terrible. Who are the Dolphins <laughs> playing next? Is it the Jets? They're on the bye. They're on the bye. Oh, damn it! Yeah, I don't know. And then we play. I think the Bills after that. So start McCoy. We'll probably have three hundred yards breaking records. Is, is that in Buffalo? I think it's in Buffalo. Yeah, start shady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, Jake and Dean, we move on to the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. Um, great, game. great game. Yeah, it was a great game. 
yeah, this was actually probably the best game of the day. Um, Seattle coming in the plus nine and a half backdoor cover, which we love to see. But um, <laughs> aside from that, uh, Seattle doing their thing on the ground. They handed the ball off 34. They rushed it 34 times, I should say, with Russell Wilson accounting for nine of those. Um, he threw it 26 times, completing 17 for a measly 176 yards, but he did throw three TDs. Um, Tyler Lockett somehow managed to score again this week. Um, and then with the other ones going to Mike Davis and Nick Vanette. Um, so again, Russell throwing to random targets and them scoring. Um, good to see Rashad Penny getting some action um, yeah. with Carson not there. Um, I think a lot of people had had him high on, or at least somewhat high on their draft boards and hasn't really gotten much work, but he looked good in the time he got. Um, Rams Rams did their thing. Golf threw for 318 and two touchdowns. Gurley 16 for 120 and a touchdown. Um, I guess the major takeaway here is that uh, Cup's out for the year now um, yeah. towards ACL, which is sad to see. But um, that offense will still be a threat. Obviously, Robert Woods and Brandon Cook's values go up a little bit with Gurley, too, I assume. Um, I don't really know who's going to slide into that spot Maybe behind the Titans. The two Titans. Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last, Higby last and Everett. Yeah, Higby. they combined last week for, like, 90 yards, and this week they got two touchdowns. So I would think that they would probably start to get integrated a bit more. Right, exactly. And uh, I think this continued to show the Rams are a bit overrated. I don't want to say that of a 9-1 and team, but they can't handle the blitz. They've only been in two teams of the record over 500, That being one of them being at home versus the Vikings on Thursday. Um, and then the Chargers, too. The Chargers are a good team. I'm not going to say anything about that. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for next week in, uh, in Mexico City. Kansas City coming to play. It's going to be an amazing day. Kansas City plus three. That's a bet. When are you ever yeah. going to see the Chiefs plus three? The last time they were plus three, they were three and a half versus the Patriots they covered. I'm, I'm pounding the Chiefs. The Chiefs D's looking better as well, the defense. They are, and the Rams defense is going in the opposite direction. Marcus they, Peters is like statistically the worst cornerback in the league or something. It's crazy. They need yeah. to leave the lead back badly. They do need to lead back. Yeah. 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 He's been right. getting burned. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right, Jamie, we'll move over to your last game then. So it's the Cowboys at the Eagles. Can I just say one thing? <laughs> Sorry, as a, I'm not a, I, I don't like the Eagles. So. <laughs> what, what, was, what, was, yeah, what was the score? I can't remember. I've got it written down. All I know is the Cowboys won. Was it like 26, 20, it, 27, 20? He does something? this to me. This is, this is great prep, isn't it? This I'm, is saying, I'm saying 27, 20. I'm, 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 I'm going with that. Um, it was 27 20. Yeah, you're right. Well done, <laughs> man. Uh, Zeke absolutely dominated this game for 100, 187 combined yards and two touchdowns. And he, he hurdled one of the DBs, the, the Eagles DBs, and it was it made him look just ridiculous. Um, Amari Cooper, low, low end wide receiver, two maybe. In Dallas, 75 yards, no touchdown in this game. Dak didn't turn the ball over. That's the important thing for him. And I think he probably threw for the most yards he's thrown all year. 270, 270 yards and one touchdown. Um, Golden Tate did absolutely bugger all for the Eagles. Two receptions for 19 yards. It'll be interesting to see kind of how he's integrated into the, the Eagles themselves. He was, a, he was a sit for me this week anyway. So I'm glad I got that one right. Zach Ertz went batshit mental on the other side. 
fourteen for one forty-five and two touchdowns. He he is literally the number one target, and we've known that for ages of Carson Wentz. Um, Josh Adams, the uh, rookie running back, seven for forty-seven. He's their best running back. Use him more. And I saw a report before we got on the pod that they are looking to use to get Adams the ball more because yeah. Corey Clement, sorry Jack, is garbage. Yeah. And Wendell Smallwood is kind of just a slightly better garbage version of Corey Clement. Um, the Eagles had a chance on the last play, uh, came up short. Eagles upset, uh, Cowboys upset the Eagles for the win. And that is our Week 10 reviews done. Okay, Panthers at Steelers. Oh, what a game this was. Um, what a Thursday night game. Thursday night football this year has been really good. Um, so, Panthers 21, Pittsburgh Steelers 52. If you started Big Ben, Christian McCaffrey, Juju Smith-Schuster or Antonio Brown or even Vance McDonald, I think you've done quite well in fantasy this week. Um, Big Ben, 328 yards, five touchdowns. Oh, just... It, the. Antonio Brown is something else. Six receiving, yeah, uh, six receiving targets. Sorry, six targets. Sorry, ninety-six yards, one touchdown. Juju Smith, five targets, ninety yards, one touchdown. Vance McDonald, four targets, forty-four yards, one touchdown. Um, Panthers side the ball. Uh, Cam Newton's a bit of a letdown this game. One hundred ninety-three yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Don't expect that to sort of continue. He's been pretty solid this year. Just I, I think Steelers' defense actually come to play this week finally, and um, CMC seventy-seven yards rushing, one touchdown, and then sixty-one receiving yards and two touchdowns. He led the Panthers in receiving, which I think was probably part of the problem in this game for the Panthers. But yeah, if you started any of them, them guys I mentioned at the beginning, you you had a good week in fantasy. Okay, I've got the Saints, the Bengals. Um... New Orleans 51, Bengals 14. The New Orleans Saints are phenomenal. I'm not a massive Saints fan normally, but boy, these boys are playing well at the moment. Drew Brees, again, 22 for 25. Not asking him to throw too much, but 265 yards, three touchdowns. Also managed to do one of his lovely little dives over for a rushing touchdown that he likes to get. Started to use Mark Ingram on the ground a bit more, got 104 yards. Alvin Kamara continues to be a dual threat. Two uh, two touchdowns, um, running well. Two rushing touchdowns. Michael Thomas doesn't even have to get 100 yards and still can get two touchdowns. This this Saints offense is absolutely insane and they're very very good. On the flip side, the Bengals are awful. I mean, genuinely poor 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 <laughs> performance. The fact that Jeff Driscoll is probably their most effective runner um, says it all about this offense at the moment. Um, he got a running touchdown. John Ross caught a touchdown, but quite frankly, it was a poor show all around from the Bengals this week. And um, they're, they're not looking any good at the moment. Um, right, let's look at, well, talking about not looking very good at the moment. Well, it's the Bills at the Jets. Has um, Todd Bowles still got a job? Because um, he shouldn't. So, I mean, I think we all saw this one coming, didn't we? So the Buffalo Bills 41, the New York Jets 10. I think the points spread on this game was 36 overall points was meant to be 36 on the betting lines and all that um i don't do bets like that normally so i don't really know what i'm on about but i'm sure it was about 36 or something yeah that really you know that was well over that thanks to the buffalo bills um and shady mccoy really 113 rushing yards and two touchdowns he comes to play at long last um 
you know, people drafted him where they did and, you know, finally he's paying you back a bit. Matt Barkley, nice game, 232 yards, two touchdowns. The Jets side of the ball, Josh McCown, 135 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. I think going forward, if you want to have any part of the Jets' offense in fantasy, I think you need to be picking up Elijah Maguire and Chris Herndon. That's it. There's nothing else to say about this game. Two trash yeah. teams out on well, goals doing a job I do not know. Okay, moving on to, I've got the Cardinals at the Chiefs, Arizona 14, Kansas City 26. The Chiefs will move to 9-1. and one. Um the Chiefs were good in this game, but actually, I thought the Cards showed a bit showed a bit of fight in this. And um, if they can, they need to put all their resources into getting an O line sorted for next year to allow um, not only DJ to continue to thrive, but also Josh Rosen because um, he looks like he can play the game. Um, but DJ it was definitely a bounce back game for DJ. Ninety eight yards on the ground, one touchdown. Eighty five yards through the air, one touchdown as well. So really strong performance by DJ. And finally. Getting his ADP back finally, was it week 10? He's finally getting his ADP level in. Yeah. Um, on to the Chiefs, another great game from Pat Mahomes, just consistent. Uh, 249 yards, two touchdowns, also um, the little bit of moving on the ground. Run game was a bit subdued, and Spencer Webb top vultured a touchdown from Kareem Hunt in that one. But the player of the game for me was Tyreek Hill, 117 yards, two TDs. Um, comeback game for Hill, which he's been a little bit. Hot and cold, but this was definitely a very, very hot Tyreek Hill week on this one. Um, Chargers at Raiders. Chargers 20, Raiders 6. Um, I think Jamie sort of mentioned it the other day about Philip Rivers. He, he tends to have these games where he's not... He, I don't know, when he goes up against, I don't know, less of opposition, he doesn't seem to do as well. You know what I mean? Um, he always throws an interception or something stupid. Anyway, 223 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Don't think that's going to kill you in fantasy, to be honest. But, you know, it could have been better. Mel- Melvin Gordon is a stud and he is firmly my number two running back next year. Um, 93 yards rushing and then there was 72, re- 72 yards receiving and one touchdown through that. Keenan Allen, 57 yards and a touchdown. I think that was his first touchdown since week one, I believe. So that was nice to see. Um Raiders' side of the ball, I mean, they are... Derek Carr, 243 yards, zero touchdowns. Um, Doug Martin looks quite good. I I think Doug Martin is a flex option going forward for a lot of people. He's usable, but other than that, maybe Jared Cook. I looked at a stat the other day. um, I was looking at favourable matchups, and the most favourable matchups for Titans, the schedule going forward, is the Raiders. So the Raiders have the most favourable matchup going forward for Titans. So Jared Cook should still be going there. But that they, I wouldn't feel comfortable having any part of that offence in my fantasy team going forward. No, no, mate. OK, um, well, this is going to be a joy for me. Patriots at the Titans. Uh, Patriots 10, Tennessee 34. Um, well-deserved win from the Titans. Um, completely the better team on both sides of the ball. Um, start with the Patriots because there's not much to talk about. No run game to know. Brady didn't throw a touchdown. Only player to do anything of note with Julian Edelman going over 100 yards. But other than that, we weren't allowed to perform. But the Titans did. Uh, Mariota, very comfortable. 228 yards, two touchdowns. A little bit of movement on the ground with 21 yards. 
Derek Henry, though, 58 yards off just off for 11 attempts and two touchdowns. So definitely was the better back uh, in that one. But the real star of the game for me was Corey Davis. Um, he's seen about 30% share of the targets in, in Tennessee at the moment. Um, that's what you do when you've got a number five overall pick. So um, it's good to see him starting to come to the fore. Seven receptions, 125 yards, one TD. And he looked like an absolute baller. Well played, Tennessee. You absolutely spanked us. <laughs> um, I think that's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase, you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. A must have for any sort of fantasy player. Um, gives you so many stats on there, start sits, etc. Awesome product. So that's once again that's sportssabermetrics.net promo code kickers matter all lowercase. Okay, let's look at the week 11 start six. Let's start off with the Packers at the Seahawks. <clears throat> start everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is a easy one, really. Uh, I, I expect this to be a high-scoring game. Start the running backs for Seattle. They really, really want to run the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is their offense. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much all in on everyone in this game. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. The only thing I wouldn't start is the defences. Yeah, OK. Moving on. Cowboys at Falcons. Oh, this is literally just going to be a repeat of yours, Jack. You you sit both defences and you, you kind of start everyone else. The Cowboys, you think most weeks you'll be kind of umming and ahhing about the wide receivers and Dak Prescott. But it's against the Falcons trash, garbage, shit, defence. So Dak Prescott could throw for 320 yards and four touchdowns on bloody Desmond Trufon and this horrendous D. Um, you start Zeke, obviously, um, and the Falcons, uh, just, just even on a bad day like we had against the Browns, they still put up numbers. So you start everyone on the Falcons as well. OK, moving on to the Texans at the Redskins. Um, on the Texans side, you start Sean Watson. You just start Newt Hopkins. Um, I don't know much else on that. It's a bit of a minefield. Maybe Lamar Miller. Um, on the Redskins side, well, if you want to, if you want to, if you quarterback to throw 178 yards, two touchdowns, and interception, then start Alex Smith. If not, don't bother. Um, he's, he's tried 178 yards in three of his last four games. That's remarkable, Alex That's Smith. Stat that is. Yeah. Um, outside of that, well, there's not a lot to get excited about on the Redskins. Mo Harris looks like he's got a bit of a role there. Um, Jordan Reed, if, if he's healthy. Other than that, not really liking anything on that at the moment with that banged up O-line. I'm, I'm fading on um, AP on that one. Mm. Um, Panthers at Lions. Um, I'd start all your Panthers in this game, definitely. I Cam, I think Cam will have a bounce-back game here. Um, CMC, you know, three touchdowns off the bat last time. I think you can start Funches, Olsen. Uh, Lions side of the ball. <sighs> If you want, I suppose you could start Stafford, but he's not looked good this year, so I don't feel confident with that. Carry on. Finally, finally, Matt Patricia gives Carry on Johnson goal line work. Um, 
just yeah, he's no brainer. You, you start Kerry on Johnson moving forward. Start the receivers again. Don't feel too comfortable. I'd be sitting probably both defenses in this game as well. Yeah, uh, Steelers at Jags. Um, you sit any Jags wide receiver not named Dante Moncrief. Um, I would, I would start him. He's he's their he's the best wide receiver they've got in my opinion, and he's got big playability. Um, especially against his Steelers D, even though it has been playing better. Um, you start AP, Juju, Vance McDonald. You start whoever is going to be the the uh, running back for the Steelers because obviously Connor's um, got a little niggling injury, so it could be Jalen. Is it Jalen Samuels? I believe. Yeah. Um, and you start Big Ben. Um, you start Leonard Fournette. In a deeper, deeper league or super flex, you can start Blake Bortles. <coughs> and um, in a PPR. Um, you can start uh, TJ Yeldon uh, or PPR definitely uh, definitely in your flex. Okay, uh, Raiders at Cardinals. Don't start any Raider. Don't don't be lulled. Don't start any of them. They're all rubbish. Uh, on the Cardinals side, start DJ um, because it's against the Raiders. You can maybe look at starting Larry Fitz in a deeper league, but outside of that, it's not great. Um, Josh Rosen starting to play better, but I'm I'm not convinced he's a start. Unless you're in a two quarterback league, outside of that, um, oh, start the Cardinals D. The Raiders are rubbish. Um, yeah. Jack Buccaneers at Giants. Ho, 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 ho. You ready for this? You ready? You start everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person except Buccaneers running backs. Um, don't get involved in that. That is just trash. But. I think you can start everyone in this game. This is going to be, well, something special. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, 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 start the, don't, don't start the defences, but maybe the Giants' defence could be a potential streamer, but I wouldn't start it. But um, <laughs> I, I, I think you start everything else, to be fair. I, just, I think everyone on the offence, both sides, should do quite well in this game. Yeah. Um. Next up is the Eagles at the Saints. Uh, you sit both defences. Uh, you sit trash Corey Clement. You sit Wendell Smallwood. You How sit dare Wendell. you? Yeah, you know it's true. You, you sit Nelson Aguilar. Uh, you start every single Saints player, if I'm brutally honest. And don't un- I start Traquan Smith. He might be quiet, but he'll, uh, this is in the Dome, at home, against a a, a big team. I I think you'll have a good game. The Eagles secondary is trash. Yeah, and yeah, they they just lost one on Derby. Yep, as well. Um, you start Wentz. You start Jeffrey. You start Ertz. Tate in a deeper league. I don't really want to, but if I have to, I will. Uh, and Dallas Goddard in a deeper league. And uh, Josh Adams. If you yeah. need to start a running back, you start uh, who plays for the Eagles. You start Josh Adams. Stay away from trash Corey Clement. Okay, I've got the Vikings at the Bears um, on the Bears side of the ball. Definitely start Mitch Trubisky. Um, he's actually the since week five he's the top scorer in quarterback in the league in fantasy format. He's um, oh, Jordan Howard, you break my heart. Um, <coughs> Jack James, you just can't, can't trust him at the moment. As much as it is, it's just heartbreaking. No, no, look, you're going for two touchdowns this week. But I'm, I'm saying if you've got other options. Go without him. At wide receiver, I'd start Alan Robinson. I'd start start Anthony Miller. Um, 
and start Trey Burton and definitely start the Bears D. On the Vikings side of the ball, you start Kirk Cousins, you start uh, Stefan Diggs, you start Adam Thielen if he's fit, you start Davin Cook, you potentially start Lat Murray in deeper league because he gets the goal line work. Um, and you probably, because the tight end position is trash, you have to start um, Carl Rudolph. So um, let's have a look at the Bengals at the Ravens, guys. What do we think of the Bengals Ravens? Um, start the Ravens D. Yeah, yeah don't, don't don't start any Bengal. If I, I would even bench Joe Mixon in this game if you can. Um, don't start any Bengal other than Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, Joe Mixon, you will start him from where you drafted him, but this is not a good matchup against the Ravens. Yeah. I know start. the defense hasn't played well, but this is not a good matchup. What do you start think about Lamar Joe? Jackson. Joe Flacco's out. Uh, yeah, start Lamar. What about okay. John, uh, John Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? The Bengals' secondary is trash. They're getting, getting absolutely torched on, on a deep play. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Titans at Colts. What do you think there? The Titans have got it going on offense. Really, this, this game is going to be a good game. I really like both teams. Both teams' offenses are very, very good at, at the minute. Um and finally, the Titans are using Derek Henry where they should use him. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the Titans' pass rush is going to do against Andrew Luck, seeing as he hasn't been sacked in four games, which is impressive, especially for the Colts, let's put it that way. So that'll be an interesting factor. And more importantly, you start every single week from now on, Jamie's little Eric Ebron. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> right, well, I think that's a great note to leave off that game. Let's move on to the Broncos at the Chargers. What do we think on that? Uh, everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> everyone. No, do, yeah. Okay, well, well except, the fi- except the Broncos day. Don't start the Broncos day. Okay, and then the uh, the last game I've got, which is the Chief at the Rams, about the easiest pick of the lot. Pick them all. Absolutely all of them. It's uh, dead at, easy. Yeah. E- even the kickers, because this is get, being played at altitude. And kickers yeah. tend yeah. to do going, better at altitude. It's just going to be a monster <laughs> score. Anyway, team, teams on by in week 11. Um, it's, it's not necessarily the, a, a, a set of deep hitters on this one. It's the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, the Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, San Francisco 49ers, and yeah, uh, New England Patriots. Thank God we're on a bye this week. Um, right, that's the start six, I think, done, lads. Right, guys, the time has come for the Robbie Aguayo corner. It'll either be a hit or more than likely not, it will be a wide, wide right miss. Um, I'm going to start with me today. Um, I've got a hit and a miss. Uh, my hit is, it's, it's not football related and I don't care as per normal. Um, I had some Waitrose salted butterscotch dairy ice cream for my dessert tonight and do you know what, it was bloody nice. Uh, so I'll be buying that one again. So that's my hit. Uh, and my miss is Desmond Trufant, the cornerback for the Atlanta Falcons. He has been absolute garbage 
since he came back from injury 18 months ago. Seriously, this, this guy couldn't catch a cold. He has dropped so many interceptions that he should have had. And the play against the, the Nick Chubb 92-yard run, he literally stood there and let him run past him. I love you, Desmond Trufon. My, my fantasy football teams are named after you, but it's time that you've moved on, fella. Unfortunately, it's end of this season when you, you just need to go and find somewhere else to play. You might get a renewed lease of life and play well, but you're just not doing it with the Falcons. Right, that's mine. Uh, Dean, Jake, uh, what have you guys got? Have you guys got a hit or a miss or both? I'm going to go with the miss here, and I think it's a pretty obvious one, but one that we need to speak about. Uh, the miss is going to be Le'Veon Bell. Uh, <laughs> so this was this is the week 11 deadline, and it secured him as officially the worst fantasy football player ever drafted. Um, yeah. He's actually in Pittsburgh playing basketball, but not football. So uh, just hearts go out to anyone with the number, number two pick this year, or anyone at number one that picked him over Gurley. That's got to hurt. I might I have him in one place. Yeah, I got him in one league. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had the first pick in one of my leagues, and it's a keeper league, and my friend kept Le'Veon Bell. I was going to take Le'Veon Bell, but I took Gurley instead, and I'm 7-3, and three, and he's not doing too hot. In, in, our, in our Kickers Matter Dynasty League, we had someone in the pre-draft, in the, in, just before the draft started, trade up. So basically, he gave up his first to get 101, basically, to get Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> oh, that's oh, painful. Wasn't it John? Yeah, it was John. Oh, and, well, unlucky and, John. And, and he didn't get James Conner, so he is um, in full, full tank mode. It's a 16-man league. He well, won. The, uh, <laughs> he wow. won this week. Wow. It's like 2 and 8. <laughs> wow. You guys do last place punishments in your league? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we well, are with that. It's... Um, He's a Cowboys fan, so he's getting an Eagles jersey, and he's going to have to wear it. So, if, if he finishes last. If he, he finishes should, last. He should do. He should do. Dean, have you got a hit or a miss? Or? Uh, I have both. Um, oh, go for it. So, I'm going, I live in New York. I'm going to South Florida this week, visiting my dad down there. Nice. Uh, and, you know, normally I like to go when there's a Dolphins game. Um, but this time... They are on a bye, so that's my miss. I don't get to go to the Dolphins game when I'm in Florida. <laughs> um, and that's also my hit, is I don't have to go to a Dolphins game <laughs> in Florida. Uh, I don't have to waste my money to watch that pathetic franchise. So, hit and miss, same thing. Okay, I've got two misses this week. Um, I'm going to start off with the... Well, I said the more serious one, but the one is, um, so obviously I've, I've covered up in the weekly review earlier that the Titans were definitely deserved winners against the New England Patriots this week, completely outplayed us on both sides of the ball. But one I want to have a kind of a bit of a moan about is the way certain former players comment when they leave teams that have helped make them. And I've got no issue with being happy to win. I've got no issue when they've genuinely, genuinely spanked us and outplayed us. But Dion Lewis's comments about the Patriots being cheap and that's what you get. I'd just like to remind Dion Lewis that if it wasn't for the fact that the Patriots were willing to pick him up off the scrap heap when three teams had already ready, had already binned him off, then he wouldn't have won a Super Bowl and wouldn't have been in a position to demand mega money. So he should maybe be a little bit more grateful. And in contrast was Malcolm Butler, who after the game, in the position of winning, was able to comment about the fact that 
this is a guy that was benched in the Super Bowl for Christ's sake, but we're still saying what, what the Patriots had done for him. So it's a bit of a moment. Dion Lewis, yeah, it's a bit irritating, but fair play, they were better. But to be fair, the worst Titan out there was Dion Lewis in that game. So it was a bit amusing. Uh, but coming on to my other miss of the week, and it's genuinely, um, it's Doc Kurka Pizzas. Doc Kurka Pizzas. Oh, Doc- that'd be- Oh, yeah, the Ristorante you. pizzas. They yeah, are yeah. the absolute worst. That's not um, a pizza. That's a fucking... It's just not a pizza. That's, They're that's, just that's, absolute that's filth. Some cheese just, and some they, they taste weird. They are <laughs> weird. And who wants a pizza from someone called Dr. Urka? Honestly, it's just... They're just rank. Move on. <laughs> um, Pat, what have you got? I've got, uh, got two hits this week. So... The first one, I watched the boxing Saturday night. I, I like boxing. I don't know about you, Steve, but I, I, I like boxing. I find boxing and art. Um, what I don't get is I've got a lot of people who, like a lot of friends that don't watch boxing. I like watching boxing. It's, it's, to me, it's an art. Um, so I, I like someone like Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he's cocky, but he's, um, and people go, he's boring. He just wins fights on points. That is kind of how you're supposed to win boxing. It's an art. the The idea is not to get hit. Um, so I, you know, I, so I watched the boxing Saturday. Tony Belly versus Alexander Uzek. Um, fair, massive respect to Tony Belly for getting in there with this guy. Alexander Uzek is probably the pound for pound best boxer on the planet at the minute. Um, he's going to move up to heavyweight and probably fight Anthony Joshua at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, fair play. Tony Belly, a great career. Obviously, beat David Hay twice. I really, I really like David Hay as a boxer as well. Um, beat David Hay twice. Um, so yeah, no, great career from Tony Belly. And you know, I, a lot of boxers talk the talk, but don't get in there. Uh, you know, he he had the balls to get in there for his last ever fight with the best boxer on the planet. You know, m- much respect to him. And Alexander Usyk is something else. Very, he's very good. Um, my other hit is. Every, all the interest that we've generated in this new league format that I suggested the other day. So um, next year we'll be running a fantasy league of where we draft from an actual NFL division. So Steve, you'll be in it. So you, you may well get the AFC East and I may well get the NFC East, but we can only take players from them teams. I'm literally over the interest has come my way for it is unbelievable. I've had, 20 plus people message me saying, yeah, I really want to be in it, really want to be in it. Unfortunately, there's only eight divisions. So within the NFL, so we could only have an eight man. But fair credit, I'll give Nev a shout out. Nev um, come to me today, he said, oh, why don't you come? Why don't you do two? So me and, let's say me and Steve, for example, me and Steve get the AFC East. Why don't you do two people in the same division? Which, you know, so we could have a 16 man league, um, do it that way. You know, that sounds great. Um, I've, I've put that towards Jamie. Probably the first time you've heard it now, Steve. But um, I'll put it towards <laughs> you. I've re- I really, I really like the idea of it. I think, I think it's a good idea. Um, I think we're going to probably do it and turn it into a dynasty league. Um, There's definitely, yeah, definitely some divisions you want over others as a star. Oh yeah, yeah of, sure. of, of course, of course, of course, there is. But I, I, I just really like the concept of it. I think it just brings a bit of. Um, interest into fantasy like i've i've really enjoyed the vampire league this year even though you know we've probably screwed up by taking the wrong player when we won the other week but you know yeah. that's not that's that that's neither here or here or there, here or there sorry but um, like jamie said it was um it was aj green 
going down hasn't helped us with that situation. But, um, you know, I've really enjoyed the concepts of that league. So I'm all up for doing new concepts and let's get this off the ground this year and hopefully it'll work out. So all these people that have messaged me, really thank you. I will get back to you in the off-season. I'm I'm in 22 leagues at the minute, so I'm I'm too busy at the minute to do anything about it. But I will get back to you in the off-season and we'll work something out and... um, yeah, I mean, maybe we do two people from each division or maybe we do, I've got enough interest, we could probably do three bloody leagues of it. So, you know, we, you could just do multiple leagues of it and have yeah. different each league or, or whatever. Yeah. So. yeah, we'll see how, we'll see how it goes going forward. So, I just, you know, I'm throwing things out there. Anyone's got any suggestions for it, give me a shout. Um, yeah, that's us done. So, you can find us on Twitter at kickers underscore matter. Our website is kickersmatterfantasyfootball.co.uk. Um, massive thanks to the guy from Profit, from the guy to the guy, sorry, from Profit, coming on tonight um, and telling us about their product. Um, hopefully, that help a few people out there. I really, it's quite an interesting product actually, the um, cash out thing. I've I've only ever done it once and I instantly regretted it, which I spoke about earlier. But um, their system actually quite like so maybe i would if i was to use their system i would probably do it going forward so great good shout out to them and hopefully i see you um we had a chat off there they may be coming to the uk so if you do we're going to get a couple of beers sounds good um other than that we're all done steve all right mate awesome great and um jamie's left us so bye jamie bye jamie (laughs)